and the seriousness of the hour that God has set in this church. And I'm ready to tear the devil's head off and hand it to him, I can tell you. There's something in me that has been moved, and I will possess the kingdom of God. I will possess it. You hear me? I will possess. By the grace and the mercy of God, I will possess this kingdom. And I will not back up, I will not give up, and I will not let up. Because if we don't get something, the devil's fixing to destroy everybody that's trying to serve God. That's what he's out to do. This ain't games, children. This ain't games. The devil's fixing to take some souls to hell, I'm telling you. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? Lord spoke to me coming down the road this morning and said, there's people right here in this church. The devil's fixing to take them to hell. The devil's fixing to take them to hell. They're not careful. You don't ignore the kind of word God's put in this church because we are fighting forces and powers that you can't see and you can't understand. How many of y'all remember I just brought it back to your minds here about a month ago? Sister Daniels had a vision four or five years ago about a mountain climber. And I just brought it back to your remembrance here probably the last time I was here. And I said, be careful where you take your step, put your foot, be careful where you step. I said, because the wrong step can destroy you. The wrong step. In one ear and out the other. I called seven, eight different people today, and I said, you need to be in this service tonight. Every one of them blew me off. I'm telling you, the devil's fixing to take folks apart. These forces and these powers and these spirits are fixing to take folks apart. You're not ready for what you're fixing to face. And I'm going to get in this word tonight. I don't know where I'm going to go in this word. If you get offended at me, you better pray through. God help your soul because I'm, I'm trying to save your soul. And I'm trying to get you ready because all hell's fixing to break loose on this country. All hell's fixing to break loose on this country. If it, if it works out that they've hijacked this airplane, they can put any kind of design on that thing, load it with explosives, and fly it into any major city in the United States and kill into the hundreds of thousands. And God's been trying to warn us. See, we, we, we ain't playing games with people. We're playing games uh, people are demon-possessed. They're demon-possessed, and they're out to kill Christians more than anything else. And it's time for God's people to wake up. If you have ever got into a spirit of prayer, and you have ever got into a relationship and a dedication to the Lord one-on-one, it's time to find one. It's time to find one. Amen. It's time to find one. Because you don't, I'm telling you, the devil's fixing to shred you. The devil's fixing to shred you, folks. And the only thing that's going to spare you it's your relationship with God and standing under this kind of word. Because this kind of word will fight for you. Amen. This kind of word will fight for you. It'll fight for you. It'll change your life, won't it, son? Battled for two or three years and come down here. And the Lord led me to him. Totally changed his life. Turned him around. Got him back to prayer and fasting, seeking God. Why? Something had to break that force. Something had to break that force. Amen. Will you go to prayer with me tonight? And I'm telling you, all pray for me. 
because my spirit is raging, man, all the way over here. My spirit's just raging. I mean, I am, I, I'm just raging. The Word of God in me is just boiling. And I'm ready to see somebody stand up to the devil. Amen. Somebody take God at His Word and dare to believe what God's put in you. Dare to believe what God's put in your life and use it for Christ to be revealed. Will you go to prayer with me? Give me just a little, just a hair volume, just a little bit. In the Vieiro, Madrasu, Corre, Ibasta, Stoncheche. Ile me ori etestoru ndaist in the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. Father, help us tonight. Help us tonight, Lord. Grant unto us eyes to see. God, we've got to have eyes to see, Lord. We've got to have ears to hear and a heart to understand what the Spirit is speaking to the church. Awaken, O God, thy Spirit. And awaken, O God, the fire of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Spirit of God. Get this church's attention, God, and you bring our hearts together. You bring our hearts together, Master. You put a unity of the Spirit. God, I don't care if I come through this and I don't have but four, three or four, God. It's going to be three or four fighting for the unity of the faith. It's going to be three or four striving to possess the kingdom of God. Lord, I don't care. I just need somebody to fight with me. God, to stand with me to make up their mind that they're going to possess this kingdom, that they're going to submit their self into your hands. God, and your word and your spirit is going to become their life. God, they're going to eat of your flesh and drink of your blood. And they're going to come out with life in them. Oh, mighty God, step down. Step down in this place tonight. Oh, my God, a feeling. Do you feel him? Reach out to him. Reach out to him. Come on, somebody pull with me. Somebody pull with me. Somebody pull with me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Marera Vrasur Furiviesureti Vikikurata Basako. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, reach to him. Come on, reach to him. Come on, reach to him. Come on, reach to him, church. Reach to Him from the bottom of your heart. Reach to Him. Reach to Him. Let a fight. Let a fight. Let a stir. 
Let us straight. It's not by power. It's not by might. But it's by my spirit, saith God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody reach to him. Can you not fight with me? Somebody fight. Somebody fight, children. I'm telling you, somebody fixing to go to hell. I feel it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, reach to Him. Come on, reach to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you right now, Lord, to seal them to this word and this ministry. God, whether they're here with me, whatever they're doing, God, God, I need their fight. I need their strength. God, I need them to help me, Lord, to stand. God, to be able to stand, Lord. God, you seal our hearts. You seal our spirits, God. You let this mind... Oh, right! Oh, Father, you said a threefold cord is not easily broken. Strength, Lord, strength. Strength, Lord, strength. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shara ara 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 ara. Shako. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
My God, the Lord's in this place. I said, the Lord's in this place. I said, the Lord's in this place. Hallelujah, He's in this place, I'm telling you. The power of the Lord's in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ile rano. Stand up any master. Let your strength. Let your strength. Hallelujah. 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 My God I feel Jesus. I said, I feel Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For it shall come to pass, according to my word, that there shall be a change in your spirit, in your heart, and in your mind. There's a power that has attacked your mind and your body for years. It's leaving you tonight. It's leaving you tonight. Turn my mic up. God's going to change your heart. You're going to be like King Saul. God told him he was going to give him a different heart, turn him into a, a different man. You're fixing to turn into a different woman. Your whole metabolism in your body's fixing to change, and you're going to start eating. You're going to become strong in your physical body. There's been a weakness in your physical body where you couldn't fast, you couldn't, you couldn't endure. But God has changed you. He's changing all this. And he's going to take you into a time of fasting. You may eat a day, fast a day. Eat two days, fast two days. The Lord's going to begin to lead you by His Spirit. He's going to settle you and establish you and strengthen you because His hand is upon your life to do a great work, a great deliverance among the youth, a great visitation of the Holy Ghost. He comes out of you now. In the name of Jesus, you demon force of hell, I, I bind you and I cast you out and I charge now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, reach with me, children. Reach with me. Y'all don't understand, there's powers just waiting. There's forces and powers just waiting for the opportunity to grab hold of God's people. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My God, I feel the Holy One of Israel. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. A difference fixing to step into young man. This loneliness and this heartache that you've been carrying, God's fixing to change it for you and give you strength. He's brought you back to your prayers. He's restoring the spirit of fasting. He's beginning to work in you because you submit yourself. But there's still that deep heartache and loneliness that just, it wars at you. And I understand, I've been there. I walked right there in my early walk with God for 10 to 12 years. I was all by myself. I know what loneliness is. I know what heartache will do to you. I know how it'll, it'll just break you down. Oh, my. There's a revelation of the Word being placed in your spirit. You're going to know and understand when it says Jesus was a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. He was all by himself, but yet he walked in that spirit of his Father, and he was content, and he was strong. Hallelujah. Man, I felt something go down inside of you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God, the Lord, Lord's in this place. Lord's in this place. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something right now. The hedge is down. Y'all hear me? The hedge has been dropped. God's people are going to be tried. God's people are going to be tried. Y'all take me at my word and I tell you, you fix and face powers and demons and forces and spirits you don't know nothing about. I see something taking a hold of you. And I see you possessing your spiritual house. Because till you possess your spiritual house, you can't possess your natural house. And man, the devil has hit your house. I mean, there's powers and forces you don't even know what to do with. You have no idea how to handle what's, what's flooded your home. But you fix to possess your spiritual house. When you possess your spiritual house, you possess your natural house. You can't possess your spiritual house. Y'all hear me? Your natural house till you first possess your spiritual house. You listen to what I'm telling you. Every problem we're facing and everything we're going through is because people will not build a one-on-one relationship with God. You hear me? 
Everything we're dealing with, all your problems, all your upsetnesses. I know God tries us in areas. But till we build that one-on-one relationship with God, that was going to keep you in turmoil. He's going to keep you agitated. He's going to keep you upset. He's going to keep you vexed. He's going to keep you beat down. And when the door opens just a little bit, the devil's coming in. The Bible said, give him no place. Give him no place. Give him no place. Give him no place. Oh, my. I'm telling you, if I be a servant of the Lord, I just seen three atomic nuclear. I don't know where to call them accident or explosions, but it's like these power, these nuclear power plants. I seen something hit three of them. And I'm talking about quick. I'm talking about quick. I'm talking about quick. I'm talking about quick. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you, people don't keep their mouth off this word. Quit undermining my authority in this church and trying to smooth things over. I preach and say, God says, deal with some folks. You better leave us alone. I'm trying to get people ready to face demons of hell that's fixing to destroy them. And every time I preach something, somebody's flesh, somebody flesh, somebody tries to smooth it over. Let me tell you something. Your flesh gets upset the Word of God. You ain't saved. That was plain enough, wasn't it? Your spirit, man, ain't going to get upset at the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Your flesh will. Oh, something will fall on you, Sister Gail, I feel it. My God, I feel it. Just a hair by you. Just a hair. Thank you, Lord. Y'all want to know how smart the devil is? I've warned y'all about these spirits attacking people. That couple I've been telling y'all about for about three months now, moved out, left her husband, walked off, left two kids, and has moved in with a man whose mother is a preacher, and they are believing that this is the divine will of God, and they're living in adultery and fornication, and they are convinced that it's the will of God. That's how diabolical and evil these forces are. Gets in and plays with people's minds. Spirit don't line up with the Word. You better leave it alone. Better leave it alone. Whoa. Fight. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all know what the Lord asked asked me while I was gone? And I preached on this Savannah Sunday night. He said, what is your spiritual identity? What the Lord asked me, he said, what's your spiritual identity? Think about it. You know what scripture he gave me? Acts, 19th chapter. Seven sons of Sceva took it upon himself, tried to form an exorcism on a man that was full of the devil. I mean, had devils in him. 
had demons in him. They said, we adjure you by the Jesus that Paul preaches. Come out of him. He said, Jesus, I can identify. Paul, I can identify. But I can't identify you. I can't identify you. <laughs> there ain't nothing in there for me to identify. And when the enemy attacks you and you stand up to him, is the devil going to be able to identify you? Or is he going to walk all over you? What do you have? Y'all hear me? What do you have? What do you have that's going to cause the devil to recognize you in a place of authority and dominion? What do you have? If you pray and you need God to do an instant miracle and it don't happen, your faith goes down like that. Oh, yeah, it does. Man, we'll pray and we'll do it with all authority and in everything we can muster. And if it don't happen, the next thing is, well, Father, I need your help. And you start praying. Why? You've lost. You hear me? The devil stood up against you. And he's made you think you don't have nothing. He made you think you don't have anything. And I've said it time after time after time after time. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent is going to take it by force. Sis Gail, you take your house by force. You hear me? But you do it in the spirit. You do it in the Spirit, God will fight for you. You do it in the realm of the Spirit, God will fight for you. You do it in the realm of the Spirit. Every day, every day, every day. I don't care if it ain't but ten minutes at a time. You can pray five times a day, ten or fifteen minutes, and God will oh, you'll totally turn things around. I'm telling you. We've gotten loose. We've gotten slack. We've gotten weak. And all the devil's got to do is stand up against us and we'll kowtow and bow down and back away. You say, not me, hide and watch. You don't get something in God, you don't get down to business with God. I'm telling you, I know what the Lord told me coming over here. The Lord told me it ain't going to be about two months. People right here in this church going to be backslidden on their way to hell. I know what God spoke in my spirit. I may not know nothing about this. All this mess goes on out in this world, but you better rest sure to one thing. I know the Spirit and the voice of God. I know the Spirit and the voice of God. I've faced more demons than any of y'all could ever imagine. In 42 years of ministry, I've fought powers. I've wrestled with powers and principalities, and I've walked under pressure. And right now, there's so much pressure. There's so much pressure in the realm of the Spirit and what the devil's trying to do to people. But sometimes I don't, I don't even know if I can stand up under it. I mean, there's a, there, there's a force been unleashed. Y'all hear me? And I'm trying to get you ready for it. I'm trying to get you ready for it. Let me tell you something. This word ripped somebody's flesh up. You better not pet them. I'm telling you, you better not pet them. You better not pet them. You better let them see the reality of what's going on and get out the business with God. What's your defenses? Ask yourself, right, what's your defenses? What you got to fight with? Ask yourself. Give yourself a spiritual examination. If the devil really hits you, could you stand? 
Could you stand? Could you stand if the devil really hits you? Could you stand? Better take inventory. Amen. Better take inventory. Because I can tell you, your life can change just like that. From one day to the next, your life can take a total change and transformation. It can do it for the good or it can do it for the worst. Amen. Hallelujah. I appreciate the Lord tonight. I'm going to see if I can get in this word. I ain't got no apologies. I didn't plan to go that way, but the Spirit of God took over. And that's just the way it goes. And I mean what I say. Anybody comes to you about what the spiritual leadership in this church is doing, you tell them they better come to me. You tell them if they're unhappy about something, they better come talk to me. My door's open to anybody in this church. You better come talk to me. Do not get around with people and start talking and start criticizing and start undermining and saying you don't like this and you don't like that. I'm telling you, we are moving into a new day. And God's going to take folks to task. I'm done seeing it happen. I'm done seeing God beginning to take folks to task. Are you all hearing me? This church has got to come into a unity to go forward. It's got to come into a unity. It's got to come into a unity. Y'all hear me? There's got to be a coming together in your hearts and your minds and your spirits. And if everybody that was griping and fussing and complaining would be in here on their knees praying, it'd make a big difference. That's right. There wouldn't be no griping and fussing and complaining because your spirit man would be right. All this contention and stuff comes out of people's hearts because it says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That means your heart ain't right. Y'all want me to give it back to Brother Michael? Brother Michael said he was looking forward to what his pastor had to say. He might be mulling that thought over in his mind right about now. How you doing physically? Good. No more cramps? Okay. But you ain't supposed to be standing. You're supposed to be on bed rest. I'm serious. Take that doctor at his word. If you will, God will help you. You can't. Can't ignore your doctor warnings on stuff like this. You can't do it. Now I'm your spiritual doctor tonight. Don't ignore my warnings. I'm telling you, don't ignore my warnings. I'm, I, I've never felt the seriousness of the Spirit of God like I feel it tonight. I don't think I've ever felt it this serious. But I'm going to Luke, the 11th chapter. The Lord, the Lord so turned me while I, when I got in prayer. But I'm still on the same line God put me on. He's just turned me a little bit. Hallelujah. I think he's tempered my spirit. Luke 11, verse 21. Y'all with me? When a strong man, armed, keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divideth his spoils. From Luke 12. 
I'm going to verse 37. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when He cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you that He shall gird Himself, make them to sit down to me, and will come forth and serve them. If He shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so blessed are those servants. And this know, that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched, not have suffered his house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when ye think not. Lord's talking to us. Lord's talking to us. Revelation 16. Thank you, Jesus. Holy God, guide my steps tonight, Master. Revelation 16 and 13. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. And these are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole earth to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Second Timothy, chapter three. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We'll tell you this word may not do a lot for you, but of the spirit of this word, fix to sit down in some people. I mean, there's a dominion. Y'all hear me? God's going God's to have a people that ain't nothing going to move them. They ain't going to be afraid of nothing. They ain't going to be afraid of nothing. It don't matter. God right now is, is putting his people through the fire. And they are being so seasoned and so purged and so refined that it ain't going to matter what the devil does. They're going to stand. They're going to stand. They're going to stand. 2 Timothy 3, and I'm going to verse 11. Persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Y'all see that? No matter what you go through, if, it, if God's put you in it, He'll bring you out. Y'all hear me? God's put you in it, He'll bring you out. You just got to stand firm. This is where you got to be still and know that he's God. you got to be still. It don't matter. If everything's going to hell in a handbasket around you and everything's falling around you, you got to stand. you got to stand, children. you got to stand. And I endured them, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. 
Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. You've got to know who's ministering to you. You've got to know who's teaching you. It does make a difference where you go to church. It does make a difference what kind of words you said on your... It does make a difference what kind of spirit you're around. Y'all hear me? It does. It does. Going to 1 Timothy 4, and I'm going to read this, and I'm going to see if I can exhort. First Timothy 4, first verse. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some should depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidden to marry and commanded to abstain from meats which God hath created, to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Father, I ask you again, give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to understand what the Spirit is speaking. In Jesus' name, amen. What I want to deal with you on tonight do you have your armor on? And is it strong enough to withstand an attack of the enemy? The Bible said A man armed, armed, he keepeth his palace, he protects his goods. But when a stronger than he, where's your strength in the Lord? I'm, I'm serious tonight. How strong are you in the Lord? And what can you withstand? Paul wrote it in Ephesians 6 and 10. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. But the only way you have power in His might is through relationship. I don't know why it is so hard to get God's people to pray. I do not understand it. People will drag coming to church. They want to get in here just about enough time, go to the restroom, get them a drink of water, come slide in the seat, and let service start. And you do not understand, you are weakening your defenses. You're weakening your defenses. Don't be boasting what you can do. Because the Lord will put you to the test. 
Lord put you to the test. There's times I feel the Spirit of God stand up in me. I could raise the dead. And then there's times I don't even feel anything to pray for a headache. So, where are we in our defenses? If you was attacked, can you stand? Can you stand? Or is the devil going to strip you Take your armor away from you and take everything you got. That devil can't do that. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. If you ain't strong enough, and the weapons that you got are not strong enough, and you have not proven them and honed them and sharpened them and put them to test in battle. You're a rookie. You're a rookie. And the devil knows when you're a rookie. Y'all hear me? We'll see if I can find the Scripture. I know it's dealing with David. Hallelujah. I know about where it is, so give me just a, give me just a few minutes. Got to put your weapons to the test. Are y'all hearing me? You got to know what they'll do. I love guns. I sold all my guns and put them in missions several years back. I've got a few now. God's blessed me with. But I'm going to tell you something. You can't take that gun apart, put it back together. Know how to load it. Christian, you're in the ROTC. They make you take that thing apart blindfolded, don't they? You got to be able to feel your way to take that weapon apart. Be sure it's clean. Be sure everything's right, and put it back together blindfolded. In the dark. See, God's people don't have. We are taking things so lightly, we do not see. I'm telling you, the enemy is right up on some of you, and you don't even see him. You can't feel him. You can't discern him. Why? You've not become sensitive to the Spirit of God. It's time for 101 relationship, getting back to the basics, getting down to business. I'm talking about every day. I'm talking about every day. The devil's on the prowl. I've done seen four families destroyed by this spirit that attacked down there at Sister Daniel's church. And he's after two or three more. Y'all hear me? He's after two or three more. And it's a spirit that won't pray. Get you where you won't pray. Get you to ignore leadership. And get you to ignore God's direction. When the devil can get you not praying not listening to leadership, not listening to direction, he can strip your armor off of you. He can strip your armor off of you. You can walk in misery. 
You can raise your hands and shout and talk in tongues all you want to, and you can walk in misery. You can. The word seduce means to cause you to go into error. Do you know how many people today are walking in error and think they are walking with God? Look at the path of the church. Everything with the church now is material gain. You hear me? Everything y'all hear, it's all about material gain and money. And You need to prove God with a blessed offering for Psalm 777. I'm serious. And it ain't nothing but preachers becoming millionaires off the backs of God's people. But you mark my word, God can deal with it. God can deal with so many things. But the thing that I want you to understand is the enemy is after us tonight because we in his face. You hear me? We are in his face. He ain't worried about these people out here in this modern day church. He's got them right where he wants them. He's got them sound asleep. We got a fight on our hands. We got to make up our mind we're going to do this. Because if you ain't got something inside of you, when the devil approaches that you can recognize him and you can go to war with him, what are you going to do? Holler at him, boo? I'm serious, y'all listen to me. The enemy attacks him and you stand up to him and he don't back off. Then what you going to do? Then what you going to do? And there's powers and forces and spirits and seducing spirits and lying spirits that have attacked God's body. Y'all hear me? It's attacked God's body. We got to get out of business. I'm talking about we got to get out of business. And I'm going to tell you this, like it or not, every time these doors are open, you need to be in church. You get here, you need to be here. I know we got several people drive out of town. I know it's a hardship. But I'm going to tell you, if you can be here, be here. Don't get complacent because there is an outpouring of the Holy Ghost as great or greater than the day of Pentecost is fixing to hit those that will press. But if you ain't pressing, you ain't getting it. Y'all hear me? This is for those that are willing to fight. This is for those that are willing to knuckle down and get down to business with God and get in prayer and tell God whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Are you hearing me? Whatever it takes, we've got to get determined. We've got to get a made-up mind. Because, see, we read these scriptures and we preach about them, but for some reason, we don't think they apply to us. Did you hear what the Word of God says? The Spirit speaketh expressly, very plainly, that in the last days some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. How can you walk off and leave your husband and two kids, move in with somebody, commit adultery and fornication, 
and call it the will of God. Seducing spirits. Lying to you. Because people ain't ready for this. We ain't ready for this. And I'm trying to get you ready. I'm trying to get you ready to face powers. I've tried for years. Been preaching almost solid on an individual relationship with God and a family altar for almost a year now. And people in this church still won't take steps to get a family altar. Guess what? Devil's fixing where you hide out. Devil's fixing where you out. Back in our camp meeting when Sister Daniels was here and Sister Sheila Austin was here, between the two of them, they told me about six people in this church, devil's fixing to tear them up. Named it by name, told me, said, devil's fixing to tear them up. And what it all boils down to, they won't pray. They won't pray. They won't come under subjection to the Word. They won't come under the leadership of the Holy Ghost. Children of God, if we don't come under the leadership of the Holy Ghost and pray and set our heart to seek God, God can't purge us. And if God can't purge you, He can't live in you. Oh, you can get a little measure of the Spirit of God. You can talk in tongues. You can shout. You may even have a healing or two. But that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when warfare comes in your mind. Are you hearing me? I'm talking about when warfare comes in your mind and the enemy lies to you and makes you think you can break God's Word and get by with it. You're in a battle. I ain't just talking about, yeah, there's physical infirmity, but the real warfare's in the mind. The real warfare's in the mind. Are y'all hearing me? And I have preached this and preached this and preached this, and it has been totally ignored. Like, don't apply to me? Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does apply to you. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. The spirits I'm fighting for you, I'm ready to send them back to you. Why should I have to constantly be in the gap to fight the spirits and keep them off of you? Because you ain't willing to fight. I can't keep them off of you much longer. Y'all remember the Lord spoke to me a year or so ago and told me things out of my hands. I'm telling you, spirits fixing to get you. Spirits fixing to get you. Say, how do you know, Brother Matter? How do you know I'm in a warfare? Because I'm in a warfare. I'm having to deal with forces. I'm having to deal with powers. I'm having to deal with things I ain't never fought. Brother Matter, you sin him? I don't think so. But if I listened to some of these powers that I had to wrestle in my mind, I would be. See, that's what I'm saying. We've got to equip ourselves be able to deal with warfare of the mind. To be able to deal with warfare of the mind. Because these spirits ain't just going to come and tap you on the shoulder. They're more than ready to leave you. They're going to come back. 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 They're going to lie to you and they're going to talk to you. And when you start listening to them and start entertaining them, that's when they're going to get you. That's when they're going to get you. hearing me you don't have to go to church and pray like that oh you don't 
You can go join up with millions of people right now that go to church every time the doors are open. They read their Bibles. They go through a form of prayer every day. But if the enemy ever hits them, there ain't nothing there. There ain't nothing there. They got to call somebody. See, I'm trying to get you ready. Get you to stand. Get you to get something in God because I don't want to have to come pick up the pieces when the devil takes you apart. Leaves you wounded and bleeding and laying on the ground because you know who you're going to call? You're going to call me to come pick up the pieces. And I don't want to have to pick up the pieces. I want to see you strong in the Lord. I want to see you strong. Say, why are you telling us this? I'm telling you powers you've never dealt with are fixing to hit. Powers you've never dealt with. Forces. Demons. Lying spirits. That you are coming right underneath. What was the last word I preached here? Ambush. Coming right underneath. Ambush. I think it's the last word I preached here. Ambush. I preached it in Twin City. I preached it in Savannah. Ambush. You'd never see the devil coming. And when the trap sprung, too late. Never see the devil coming. I'm telling you, he's after some of you children. He's after some of you. Let's see if I can find that scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Just about found it. Hold on just a minute. Yeah. Uh, 1 Samuel 17, verse 38. Y'all with me? And Saul armed David with his armor. And he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag which he had even in a scrip. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near the Philistine. See, David could not go into battle with unproven armor. He couldn't go. He knew what that sling would do. He knew what that staff would do. He would kill the lion, and he would kill the bear with it. He knew what that would do. But when he put that, all that armor on from Saul... It was too much for him. He couldn't move in it. David at this time was probably about 15, 16 years old. And here Saul stood a head and shoulder taller than any man in Israel. And they come put all that armor on and just see David standing there like this. Trying to get that sword out of its sheet and trying to... No, it wasn't proven. It's what you have proven in battle. Are you armed and can you use what God's given you? If you can't, you better get down to business with God.
You stand up against the devil. And the devil said, Jesus I identify and Paul I identify. He said, I don't know you, man. I don't recognize you. you, you. Then what are you going to do? Then what are you going to do? Am I making sense to anybody tonight? Am I making sense to you? The devil's smart. He's smart. He's not going to jump out here and holler, boo, I'm the devil. You ain't going to recognize him. What is he going to come? He's going to come as a preacher of righteousness. He's going to come as an angel of light. He's going to come as a lying spirit that's going to start talking to you. He's going to talk to you, and he's going to convince you what you fix to do is God that's going to shipwreck you. Why? He's going to get you off course. He's going to get you in there. Amen? How's he going to do it? Fixing to show you in, I believe it's 1 Kings. 1 Kings, 22nd chapter. Y'all with me? 22nd chapter, 20th verse. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the, and the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Do you know what voice is talking to you? Are you hearing me? Do you know? What voice is talking to you? And is the voice talking to you lining up with the Word? We're in a shakedown, church. Y'all hear me? We're in a shakedown. We're in a shakedown. It matters who you go here preach. Y'all, y'all, I'm really fixing to ruffle some feathers. It matters who you go here preach. You say, why? Because if your life ain't lining up with the Word, you're preaching a perverted gospel. If your life ain't clean, your life ain't pure, you can't preach a pure Word. And you can't have the right spirit. Are you all hearing me? Are you hearing me? It took me a long time to get some spirits out of me under the ministry I used to sit under. And I'm not talking about us going out and doing sin, but man, them things have worn my mind, worn my spirit. Remember, I don't like where you're going with You just don't have to not like it. Because I'm, I'm fixing to show you something in the Word God brought to my spirit when I was gone. I'm going to Titus.
buddy, I'm feeling some kickback. It's all right, you better listen to me. You better listen to what I'm saying. Because I'm not saying it, this right here saying it. You hear me? Titus, first chapter. I can give you more than Titus. Verse 4. Let's just start right there. To Titus, my own son, after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. This cause left out the increase. This is Paul talking to Titus. That thou shouldest set in order the things that are warning and ordain elders in every church as I had appointed thee. For if any be blameless, the husband of one wife. Y'all see that? If any be blameless, the husband of one wife. You got preachers out here. They put away wives two and three and four times still in the pulpit preaching the gospel. God said it ain't so. That word right there says it ain't so. It says if any man desire the... Uh, Timothy said if any man desire the office of a bishop, then be the husband of one wife. Blameless. Is that what it says? I know people have problems. I know they go through things. But Jesus said if any man put away his wife, save for the cause of fornication or adultery. He said he committeth adultery. And if any man, if any man marry that woman that's put away, then that man commits adultery. And you telling me preachers are standing up in the pulpit preaching a pure gospel? Makes you think, don't it? Makes you think, don't it? You say, brother, brother, matter what about? I didn't write it. Is that what it says? I didn't write it. I ain't telling you God won't use you. You hear me? But I'm telling you, you ain't going to hold one of these holy offices. You say, brother, matter what's a bishop? The Bible said Jesus Christ is our chief bishop and shepherd of our souls. Brother Trevor's the ministry. God's going to have clean vessels. He's going to have holy vessels. He's going to have vessels walking up right before God. Because God told me when he gave me this back in 96, I told God, I said, ain't nobody like that. I said, everybody's messed up. The Lord told me, he said, I'll raise some up. I'll raise some up. You hear me? If God has put this call in my life and I don't guard my calling, are you understanding me? If I don't guard my calling and I don't guard the office God has given me, it ain't God's fault. It's mine. It's mine. If I don't do what's right according to God's Word and I don't do what's right in the eyes of the Lord, it don't make no difference what kind of office God's given me. If I don't guard it, I don't protect it, I don't keep myself in line according to the Word, it ain't God's fault. It's mine. It's mine. And I'm telling you, spirits have got a hold of preachers. And they trade wives now like they trade cars. It ain't right. I'm telling you, God, God's going to deal with it. He's, moved, he, he, he's dealing with this mess. Why? Because judgment has to begin first where? 
the house of God. We want God to go out here and slay 50,000 homosexuals, but we don't want to line up with the Word of God ourselves. God said, I will begin at my house. I will clean my house. I will judge my house. I will clean you up. I will make you holy. I will purge you. I will purify you. I will wash you in a refiner's fire and a fuller's soap. Are you hearing me? He said, I will purify the sons of Levi. That's what God spoke to us at last April when he told us to go in that seven months of prayer and seeking God. And God changed some people. He changed some people. You say, well, Brother Mitter, I got this, this, and this in my life. You work it out with God. I'm not judging you. I'm telling you what the Word says. But I'm telling you, if you ain't living according to the Word the best of your ability and you're standing in the pulpit preaching, there's something polluted and perverted about what you're preaching. Whether you like that or not. This gospel is clean. It's holy. It's undefiled. And it's got to be handled by clean, holy, and undefiled vessels. You understand what I'm saying? You understand me? This word's straight. This gospel's clean. It's pure. It's holy. And God ain't going to let you pollute it. God ain't going to let you... Well, Brother Matter, I know a lot of pe- uh, preachers, their wives put them away. And they needed to remain unmarried. They wanted to preach the gospel. They need to remain unmarried. Woo! Getting quiet in here, ain't it? You want me to go to Timothy and let's see what... Did y'all know says, if any man desire the office of a deacon, a deacon, the people that take care of the natural needs of the church, then let him be blameless, husband of one wife, to be a deacon. <laughs> Not a preacher, a deacon. What's happened? Man's put all his doctrine in the gospel, and he's polluted it. And God's bringing us out. God's bringing us out. God's cleaning us. He's washing us. It ain't easy to sit in this refiner's fire. You hearing me? While we were gone, I told my wife, I said, I'm telling you, pressure's fixing to break people. Pressure's fixing to break people because they ain't going to be able to stand up under the pressure of the ministry. I said, it's fixing to break people. I said, God's testing and proving, and he's purging. And I said, you're going to see a lot of people fixing to break because they can't stand the pressure. We've got to learn to give everything in our lives to Jesus. What we're fighting, what we're dealing with, you've got to put it in His hands. And I'm telling you, if there's a voice talking to you and it ain't lining up with that word, you better run for your life. If I start preaching the Word of God and it don't line up with what's in that Bible, and I start moving outside of the Spirit of God and it don't line up with what's in that Bible, you better run for your life. Because somewhere I've got off track. And see, we've, we've accepted. We've accepted things. We got just a little bit off track here and a little bit off track there, and we accepted them. You start accepting a little bit here and a little bit there, the devil will blind you. You start looking over little things, then next thing you know, you're looking over big things. You hear me? We're facing powers. We're facing powers. You ain't clothed and you ain't armed and you ain't got the right thing on if it's to strip you down. I'm telling you, if I know the voice and the Spirit of God, if it's to strip you down, you ain't no match. You ain't no match. 
said, Brother Matter, how do I get to be a match? Get on your knees and you submit yourself to God. I'm talking about every day. There ain't no reason we calling ourselves Christians and having the Holy Ghost, whatever measure we got. There ain't no sense we can't pray once or twice a day. There ain't no reason for it. If it is, you're caught up in the cares of life. Well, Brother Matter, I got No, you don't got to. Yeah, I got to. You know, you know what's got people so bound? They want too much. They want too much. We think we've got to have this certain kind of lifestyle. And I'm going to tell you, anybody got anything at all this day and time, your expenses are going to run you 500 to to $1,000 a week. You got a home, you got a car, you got things, you got possessions. You spend out five hundred to a thousand dollars a week to maintain your lifestyle. And the only thing about it is, we having to work. And there's times of our dedication, and there are times we need to be seeking God. We got to work to maintain that lifestyle. And flesh tells you you got to have that certain lifestyle. No, you don't. I'm gonna tell you. What the modern church is preaching, Paul got ripped off. <laughs> Y'all hear me? Paul got ripped off. What the modern church is preaching right, Paul got ripped off. He said, I know how to be abased, and he said, I know how to abound. He said, but, he said, I floated a day and night in the deep. Three times I was beat with rods. I think he said twice a stone. Three or four times I received 40 stripes, save one. He said, I've been shipwrecked two or three times. Spent a day and a night floating of the deep. And he said, everywhere I turn, everywhere I go, I'm in danger of my brothers. I'm in danger of kindermen. I'm in danger of perils in the country, in the city. I mean, if we're supposed to live this charmed life and serve God, somewhere Paul didn't get the luck of the draw. <laughs> God's trying to help us. Because I'm telling you, whatever's weak in your spirit, it's going to lay still until you get on a track with God, until the door opens, until the enemy hits you, and it's going to pounce on you. It's going to lay still. And Sister Daniels ministered that word, and I don't know how many of you heard it. I don't know if I played it at the church here or I preached on it. On demons on assignment. She said that spirit will lay dormant. She said she's seen that spirit laying dormant. And said at the right time that it would manifest itself to keep that vessel from going in the place of God God wanted him to be. It would manifest. I don't care what it is. Every one of us got weaknesses. Every one of us got weaknesses. And how many times have you heard me say the devil ain't coming after your strengths. He's coming after your weakness. He's coming after your weakness. Doesn't matter what it is, he's coming after it. Why? God's hands on your life to do something for him. Devil's gonna take you out. He's gonna take you out. I'm telling you, fight. We are so close to a visitation of the Holy Ghost. We are so close. I'm talking about an outpouring that's gonna take us into the book of Acts, the move of God. Why do you think all this hell's raising up? Why do you think all these forces and powers are fighting your mind? Why do you think you're fighting so hard? The enemy has come in to wear you out. The Bible says in Daniel that, that he will wear out the saints. He will wear, it didn't say wear out the patience. 
He said he will wear you out. And that word right there, wear out, means he will mentally afflict you and torment you. And we are being mentally afflicted and tormented. I've never seen the tormenting powers fighting people like they're fighting people now. And the only thing you can do is buckle down, grit your teeth, get out of business with God. And when the devil approaches you, you put the word in his face. You put the word in his face. Are you hearing me? You learn to quote the word. You learn to live by the word. I don't care whether you feel anything or not. You have got to learn to fight. You've got to learn to fight. You've got to learn to fight. And I told the Lord today, I said, God, if I get down to five or six in this church, I said, we're coming through. I said, we're coming through. Because if you don't fight, you ain't going to stand. Y'all hear me? If you don't fight, you ain't going to stand. If you don't follow leadership, you ain't going to stand. If you don't listen to instruction, you ain't going to stand. And the devil will sift you as wheat. Y'all look at Peter. Turned out to be one of the greatest apostles. And, and Jesus was talking to him. He looked at him. He said, Peter, he said, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. The devil's ready to take you apart, boy. He's ready to take you apart, sift you, scatter you. He said, but, he said, I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail thee not. I'm praying for you that your faith don't fail you. I'm fighting for you. But I'm going to tell you something. I can only fight for you so long. Somewhere you're going to have to fight for yourself. I can only pray for you so long. I can only get in the gap for you so long. Somewhere you've got to grow up and take a hold of maturity. Learn to stand. Amen. Boy, y'all better be glad God tempered my spirit down. Because <laughs> I thought I was going to come in here like a raging maniac. But the word's still serious. Don't take the word lightly. Because you still got to get through tomorrow with me. I may be that raging maniac in the morning, Brother Michael. I don't want to see nobody fall. I don't think too many fall as it is. But if you listen, take heed. Would you say you saw that lion crouching in the grass? Crouching in the I think I brought that out in my message on ambush. Uh-huh. Ambush. And see, people didn't hear that word. These people wasn't here. There's people chose not to be. People chose not to be here tonight. Out of all the people I called, encouraged them to get here, Sister Kathy's the only one that come. And I drove for three hours and I called people encouraging them to get here tonight because Devil's fixing to get somebody. Devil's fixing to get somebody. Y'all hearing me? He's fixing to get you. How's he doing it? Very subtly. Very subtly. The Bible says in 1 John 4, you try the spirits and see if they be of God or not. That's right. You try the spirits and see if they be of God. If the Spirit's talking to you ain't lining up with the Word of God, I'm telling you the last time, you better run for your life. You better run for your life. You better get away from the preacher. You better get away from the person. You better get away from the lie. You better get away from the church. Y'all hear me? I had some people come to my meeting back in the 80s. 
They offered to build me a church. If I just be there two weekends a month, they said, we'll pay all your expenses. We'll even build you a house. We'll give you a church. We'll build you a church. I told him I'd go pray about it. I did. And Lord said, no, that wasn't what he called me for at that time. So they started going to some type of little old Pentecostal church. And that man was not saved. He would come hear me preach. He was not saved. He loved God. And that pastor started driving a wedge between that husband and wife about the things of God. Because you take an unsaved man, he ain't going to line up with the things of God. And you need to go home and tell him he's going to line up with the things of God. And that's what, that what was happening. They were, that pastor was driving a wedge between them people. And he called me and talked to me about it. And I said, put her on the phone. He put her on the phone and I said, let me tell you something. I said, I, didn't, I wouldn't care if I had a hat on the hat rack that was worth $1,000. I said, I wouldn't step foot back in that church. I said, God don't divide families. He brings them together. And I said, I know your husband. And I said, your husband ain't going to put up with this mess. I said, so you better get away from that stuff or you fix me head to divorce court. They quit that church. And it wasn't very long after that, God saved that man baptized him and gave him a measure of the Holy Ghost and turned his life completely around. He was an alcoholic. God totally delivered him. We've got to have right teaching. We've got to have right teaching. And I've done my best to give y'all right teaching in this church. I've done my best. Amen. If I made mistakes, yeah, and I'll make some more. But you can rest assured of one thing. I'm going to be led by the Spirit of God. Listen to what I'm telling you. You better arm yourselves tonight. Amen. You better arm yourselves. It's bad when there's a spirit born against people's minds and they can't even recognize it. It's bad when the devil gets so subtle and so seductive and so deceiving and so cunning that you can talk to you. He can talk to you and you can't even recognize it. It's going on right now. It's going on in this church. It's going on in other churches. It's going on in God's people. What's going on? You better, you better shake yourself and wake yourself up. You better shake yourself and wake yourself up. Because you're in a fight of your life. We've got, we got to be able to stand. Help's on the way. God, God is going to put something in us. We've got, we got to make it to that point. Amen. We've got to make it to that point. Y'all love the Lord tonight. Will you go to prayer with me? Will you go to prayer with me? Let's ask God to let this word be seasoned in our heart. Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord. Get a hold of people's hearts. Get a hold of their minds. Get a hold of their spirits. God, take the scales, Lord. God, it's just like Sister Kathy saw that big lion creeping up in that grass. Father, the enemy's fixing to get people, and I'm doing everything I can. God, I'm trying to warn. I'm trying to encourage. I'm trying to stand in the gap and fight. And, Lord, just can't get people's attention. 